Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is the conference championship preview. Not a whole lot to address. We got one game on one side, one game on the other. We'll break down the matchup, who we think is going. Justin's favorite players from the 49ers of the past, apparently, and who else knows what will happen in this conversation. Justin, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. You can check them out at facevalueclothing.com. Zach said it best. Two games this weekend, conference championship games. We're going to know who the Super Bowl is. Matchup is by mm, 10 o'clock on Sunday. Yes. Um, again, another day where it's like, don't do not do anything. Don't have anything planned. Nope. Once this three is o'clock, last it. Yeah, all you once, got. Once 3 o'clock Eastern time rolls around, like if you're not sitting down in front of a couch, it that's on you. That's on you because conference championship is an important weekend. And I'm personally really excited for these matchups. I think at the end of the day, if you were to, uh, you know, go – to the beginning of the season and, and talk to yourself about how teams are against each other in terms of rivalry or just schematically. I think these are two phenomenal matchups. I will we'll obviously talk about the AFC championship game, which has a little more variability in it, but NFC specifically, you know, I don't think you can ask for a better game. And um, I think there could be some classics happening this weekend. So great fan bases all around, yeah. uh, great teams all around. And we're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn a lot about quarterbacks, coaches, and, and defenses this weekend. Yeah, I think we have the four best teams, which is what we said kind of following up last week. I mean, if you look at the rosters, it's the best rosters. It's the two best quarterbacks in football. It's, you know, if it's not the top four coaches, it's top four of the top ten staffs probably in football. Um, it's just awesome. But each team has their own kind of weaknesses and strengths still, and it'll be interesting to see what gets exploited. Um, I didn't realize that the NFC game was first. The NFC yeah. game is at three. Uh, that flops every year, I believe mm-hmm. you said. Yes. Super Bowl 630. We talked about this last week. Perfectly done. Three and 630. No complaints at all. Nope. Um, gives you time to, if you're hungover from watching bull riding downtown, Yep. you have plenty of time to sleep that off. So uh, it's perfect time. You can go out and do stuff. You know, if you're with the, if you got a girl, go do it in the morning. It's perfect. She won't yeah. even know. She'll probably think the game's at one and you're, you're missing it. You get a lunch date. Yep. So shout out to football for that. We're not worried about mm-hmm. the evening. Um, yeah, well, San Francisco Philly starts us off at 3 o'clock. Justin, what I've done, I, I spent a little time on it. So just to clarify, none of these players are current on the team. No. Okay. Do you want to do it right now, my favorite Niners of all time? Yeah. Okay. Let's so see. what I did was I came up with 10 players because I think I get a little leeway. Yeah. I get 10. That's it. And I have, I added a player. I have eight people on my list. You went from five to eight? Well, I said top five, two honorable mentions. I have top five, three honorable mentions. Okay, so, so it's like I have I, eight total. 
I'll guess an order of what I think they are. Um, so I think in your top five, how, how do you want how do you want me to answer this? Do you want me to? So I think it, if I say it's in your top five, but it's an honorable mention, then you you just tell me it's an honorable mention. Okay. Guy. And okay. I'll, I'll so if you say, I basically tell you where they're at after you say it. Yeah. Okay. And I have ten guys. That's it. And the, you're going in order of what you think. It I'm is trying right. to go in order of your top five. Okay. Okay. Um, and and I tried to think of you specifically when yeah. I did these. Um, so here's a name that no one probably knows. Uh, I have Kyle Williams. He's number two. I I I, I don't think if you don't think I know my roommate. <laughs> I was, he was a, he was almost, he was, look, originally it's like he's my favorite, but I had to drop him down because of who number one is. Do you want to tell them who Kyle Williams is? Kyle Williams is the the famous receiver slash returner for the 49ers who in the 2011-2012 NFC Championship game fumbled the punt to put the Giants in field goal position to win in overtime. Yes. When you, when you said you had five favorite players, the first thing I told myself was make sure you look up and I looked it up just... Who fumbled against the Giants on the 49ers? And his name <laughs> popped right up, and I threw it right down. Yeah. So Kyle that was Williams. a very big moment that, back in the day. I, I, I remember watching that game with my dad. It was an all-time game. Everyone was cheering for the Giants. It was awesome. It was an awesome win. So that Yeah. Was that's one of my, like, obviously I have the two Super Bowls, but outside of the Super Bowls, that's my favorite Giants game of all time. That game gave me everything I wanted. It was awesome. Uh, okay. I don't know who your number one. I, I only have one other guy in terms of relevance to the Giants, I believe, that I can recall, but I'm going to wait on him because I, I don't know if he's in the top five. Okay. Number, I, I guess still in the top five, I have Dwight Clark, the catch. No. Okay. I thought you're, you know, you get a little weird on your history, so I thought you might put him in there. He's not in there at all. No. That's But that there hurts. is another catch that is in there, if that gives you a hint. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, I'll go to my, I'll go to my next one. Vernon Davis is my next one. What the? I didn't. I. I, I it's just I he was. Trouble. He was weird with the 49ers. I thought he was a great player, great player, but kind of weird. Well, I have to go six for six now. Then my next six or seven for seven, whatever I have left. Seven for seven. Okay, I don't know who to say next. Patrick Willis. Uh, number five. Okay. Phenomenal linebacker, by the way. I might just have really to, linebacker of our generation. I might just go out to have to go to your next one. That's so I just don't know if you'll have it. I don't think you have it. Roger Craig? No. God. He he fumbled in that NFC championship game. You guys won like fifteen to thirteen on the game winning kick. I thought he might be in there. Yeah, no, I that was a force. Those yeah, that was definitely fourth. I was I, Jerry Rice. No. What? You I have a jersey. I know I do. I well, you're that. annoying for that. No, I'm not counting that against me. That's no. That's you. You have a 49ers Jerry Rice jersey. No. Yes, that I've worn for maybe two hours of my life. It's just a cool looking jersey. I mean, I look. You, should he be on this list? Probably. Probably. All right. Well, I lost. Because the thing going, about me for right. Jerry Rice is I'm a Randy Moss guy. All right. So, except I will say that now I'm just going down threads every time I mention a player. One of my, I think my favorite TikTok of all time is I also like Top Gear as a kid, and there's this. Ayrton Senna tribute that they do and at the end he's talking about how his favorite uh, driver of all time he's like he was great in moments but Art and Senna was great like every time he got on the track and there was a TikTok where somebody compared Art and Senna to Jerry Rice and then the guy's favorite driver I forget who it was to uh, Randy Moss and he was like Randy Moss was great on mo- multiple times but Jerry Rice was great every time he touched the field and I was like that's a really good TikTok I saw someone tweet like of all the undisputed GOAT conversations the one that Jerry Rice being receiver is the only one that's not arguable I was like oh. I'm sure some I'm, I'm just a Randy Moss guy. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll just read off the rest of it. Steve Young? No. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint, Zach. These are, most of these guys are like, all of these guys are our lifetime. 
Oh, in our lifetime? Except, yeah, our, our uh, lifetime. I should have specified that. Our lifetime. I thought you were going old. Frank Gore? Uh, Frank Gore is an honorable mention. Terrell Owens. Number four. He's the other catch I was talking about. Yeah, One of my I, favorite I plays was the, uh, well, the, the Well, him and Vernon both had the same exact catch, basically. They both got spanked in the end zone on the game-winning catch. Yes. I was just thinking about, because Terrell Owens, he takes off his helmet and he's crying. Yep. That one's just funny to me. Vernon Davis cried too. Yeah, I thought it was... All right. Um, okay, well, now I got to think on the top. The only other name I had then that's not in here, obviously, is Ronnie Lott. Uh, no, but Ronnie Lott is a great safety. Um, okay. So now I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Uh, do you have Cap? Kaepernick? No. I have a different quarterback who, when I say his name, you're going to be like, wow, of course he is. <sighs> Kerry Collins? No. Not Kerry Collins. Um, Garcia? Yes. Yeah. Jeff Garcia Jeff is Garcia. number one. Number one. Jeff Garcia is one. Why of, is he number one? Because, dude, Jeff Garcia was awesome. Oh, my God. Jeff Garcia was awesome. I think if you asked very normal football fans, knowledgeable football fans, who Jerry Gar- Jeff Garcia was, I don't think they'd be able to answer it that well. I know he played for the I, 49ers. I know they. I think they won a Super Bowl with him. I know nothing about Jeff Garcia. They didn't win a Super Bowl with him, but Jeff Garcia was Jeff Garcia was just goaded. I, not his 49ers specifically, but overall Jeff Garcia. Like, Why is he goaded? I don't. Understand I love that. Jeff Garcia. I love Jeff Garcia. Why? Because it was just as a kid, like Jeff Garcia was just like I would put him on my Madden teams, and I'd be like, I'm going to trade for Jeff Garcia, and like, how funny would it all. be to have Jeff Garcia go on a run with me? I, yeah, I just don't remember him at all. I love I, Jeff Garcia. All right, number one. I'm not upset with that. So, so you so got far, one, Jeff two, Garcia. four. You got one, two, four, five, and an honorable mention. You have three right, so and okay. two honorable mentions left. I'll give you a hint. One of these honorable mentions, uh, you you would like him. The other one, number three, you're not going to get. And number the last honorable mention, I think, is is somebody that you could guess. An offensive player, two, two, one offensive player, two defensive players. Okay. Um, offensive player. Crabtree? Yep. Loved Crabtree. Loved him. I thought about him, but he was very good on the Raiders, too, so I didn't know if you'd count that. What, what was he at in that? He was my last honorable mention. So I need number three? Number three, you're, I don't think you'll... Two defensive players. I don't think you'll get number three. A defensive player from the 49ers have passed. One of... Yeah. Alden Smith. Of, no. I, I've I'm thought gonna, about it. I'm but, not going to know this. I'm not going to know these. But Faya is the honorable mention. Wow. Was he there that long? Yeah, I think he was there in 2011 when we beat them. I just loved Bethea. Love Bethea. Like for some reason, on number 41, I was like, whatever. Yep. This one, this one, you're not going to get. Okay. I'll say it. It's Nate Clements. I know that name, but I, I never in a million years would have thought of it. When we were kids, he was like the corner before Namdi Asamoah. Yep. And his nickname was like Lockdown or something. And he was on the Bills, and I loved those Bills uniforms. I was like, this guy's awesome. And then he went to the 49ers. He played well, but. He also started getting torched. But he was at one point the most expensive corner in the NFL when we were kids. Before Nambi Asamoah. Yeah. Well, okay. So. so yeah, Jeff Garcia one, Kyle Williams two, Nate Clements three, Terrell Owens four, Patrick Willis five. I also love T.O. for some reason, even though he played on the Eagles and the Cowboys, I love T.O. Uh, and then Bethea, Gordon, Crabtree are my honorable mentions. Okay. I, think, I think we got to watch Jeff Garcia highlights tonight. I, I guess so. I, Dude, he was so he was so fun. I don't even know what that means, though. I don't. I don't know if it's just like. I don't. I don't think he was good. Like, what did Jeff Garcia do? Jeff? I mean, he played ten years in the league. Yeah, that's solid. Four times CFL he was, All-Star, he was a three, four-time NFL Pro Bowler. He was a three-time Pro Bowler on the 49ers. 
that's good. Okay. Then he just jumped around. I remembered him in Tampa Bay. Kind of, we did, beat we beat them in 07. He was against, he played against us. He was the quarterback in the wild card game. No. Yes. Yes. We went to Tampa Bay. Why did the, the 49ers let him go? Uh, that was when they drafted Alex Smith, I'm pretty sure, right? 04. Who the hell is Mina Kimes, and when is the last time she threw a touchdown pass in a game? Who who texted you that? That was a Jeff Garcia comment, followed by a lot more. Really? January 27, 2002. Or 2022. Um, well, has she? She will never know that feeling. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. He's, he's funny. I told you. He's funny. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, 2003 49ers. I'm pretty sure they finished last place, and that was the end of Jeff Garcia's time here. Yeah, that makes sense. No, they must have traded up. They finished 7-9, and nine, but moved off of him. Yeah, I just love Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. Okay. Well, how about the actual game? Um, 49ers are coming in. They've won, I think, 11 in a row. Um, something insane. 10 in a row. I don't know what it is. Uh, coming in to play Philly. Philly got their mojo back. Kind of a, a get-right playoff matchup, if you will, unfortunately, against your Giants. I mean, this game is just going to be physical as hell. Yeah. There's going to be just good old-fashioned hitting. This is going to be one of those games where you're like, I just got to watch, like, what two games do you think about 2022 that you're just going to put on on random games? Mm-hmm. The NFC 2022 NFC Championship game and Iowa versus South Dakota State in oh, September. That's, that's your play. That's your game. Yeah. <laughs> like those are the two. Those are the two football games you're going to put on in the summer. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of I mean, over unders at 46 right now. I I don't see how that hits. I how it gets over. I mean, I think 24 and 21 are the most these teams can score on each other. Yeah. Um, I know how you're feeling. I mean, I couldn't love Philly more here. I understand that. I think that um, we also have to understand that, especially if we're basing off of recency bias, like Philadelphia played a lot worse team than the 49ers did. Yeah, it's not so much about how they looked against the the Giants for me. So I I just, I see their offense struggling a little bit more. Yes. Um, I think... Brock Purdy, we, we saw what they could have done more even against. Like, we didn't like it. Offensively for the 49ers, I'm more worried about what Shanahan looks like. Um, if I wasn't biased, yeah, I'd probably lean Philadelphia, but I am very, very biased and I'm the biggest 49ers fan ever. Yep. So I have to go with the 49ers win this one. Yeah, I just, I mean, the Eagles lead the league in sacks, number one pass defense. I just think that screams Shanahan calling a really conservative game until it's kind of too late and then Purdy finally makes his mistake and throws a pick. Um, and yeah, I think I think this is like a twenty-one to thirteen, twenty-one to seventeen type win. I think it'll still be close all the way through, but the Eagles just grind it out. I just think at home, Purdy going on the road in that environment, outside in the cold, it's just going to be different. And you know, Dallas really should have won that game last week, but it's also because the 49ers defense is awesome, and Hurts Hurts can make mistakes too. So I think if Hurts just plays a clean game, I don't think he has to do anything special in this game uh, for them to advance. I, I just think. The 49ers offense for me, as much as the weapons and Shanahan that they have, I, I just worry about him trusting Purdy in this game. I think we're just going to look back and say the 49ers weren't aggressive enough and Philly was able to hold on because of it. But, yeah, it's kind of my feelings on that. Yeah. Um, I think it's so dumb to say, but it's like so true, is this game's going to be won by whoever makes the best turnover. Mm-hmm. I just think that these defenses are so good that there's going to be either just a great strip sack, a great 
punch out, a great interception, like a tip drill. Maybe one of the quarterbacks makes a dumb decision. They, they take advantage of it. Um, and I, I think that that's going to be kind of the big decision maker because, like you said, it is going to be a very close game. I, I can't see how either team wins in a blowout fashion. Yeah. Um, I think for the Eagles' sake, Lane Johnson's going to be huge here. Like, he's not going up against uh, Kayvon and, you know, Aziz right. or whoever else you want, or Jahan Ward this week. Like, Joey or Nick Bosa is probably going to win defense player of the year, maybe. I think he he's leading the league in sacks, right? Bosa, yeah. And he's a little banged up. So, in, but my, Lane Johnson, like, he played great last week and it was kind of the return. Um, this is going to be a, a completely different test. And we'll see what Jalen Hurts looks like when it's he has to actually throw. Because last week, they, they did not have to throw the football yeah. at all. Um, so I'm curious to see how this Eagles offense looks. Uh, now, in terms of the 49ers offense, completely agree. It, a lot of it just depends on how the game is called. I, I think that you can trust Brock Purdy here because... They have to. If there's a young quarterback, like if there's ever a young quarterback that you can trust, it's a guy who played, you know... All, all four years in college football yeah. has gone into rowdier stadiums than Link in big football games and primetime football games and done very, very well. And yeah, I understand that college football is in the NFL, but in terms of like walking into an away stadium, college football is a hundred times more intimidating than walking into an NFL stadium because in in college, it's especially like you think, think about a place like Oklahoma where you play Jalen Hurts, you know, that's a bunch of college kids and adults who all they care about is their team versus you yeah. know the link where it's just it's just a little bit different. So I think you can trust him in terms of this environment. Um, maybe the stage of it being the NFC Championship game obviously is different, but it, it all comes out of play calling. They have the weapons; they can do anything they want. And for both these defenses, it's going to be the same thing. It's just going to be can they get the big turnover? Can they get to the quarterback? But also what's both of the things that they're susceptible at is getting beat deep, both of them. So we'll see it, you know, who can hold off on the big play um, at, at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. And I, I just think it's going to be a great football game. I'm going to go with the 49ers because I'm the biggest 49ers fan ever, like I said. Um, but it's a game that I'm very, very excited for. And it, I feel like it's going to be one of those games where you got, you're like adrenaline is so, so high. And then the AFC championship game kicks off. And you're like, wow, now we get Burrow versus Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, and I have two weeks to reserve and take back this comment. Uh, I, I think the winner of this, depending on, I mean, if they all stay healthy, is going to win the Super Bowl. I, I, I think both these teams are better than the AFC teams, um, even as well as the Bengals are playing or a healthy Mahomes if they advance here. Uh, I, I just think these are the two best rosters and teams right now in football. So I'm going to go Philly 20-16. to 16. I, I think that's just too much. I worry about Shanahan in this game. And I, I think the Eagles have a little more playmakers when it counts at home to get it done. So I'll be cheering and betting on the Eagles uh, with the spread and the under. So we'll be going against each other there as you'll be rooting for the 49ers. Yeah, I'll be wearing my 49ers jersey that I've always had mm-hmm. and always always wear every Sunday. Um, I'm going to go 23-21. I'm going to go game-winning field goal. For Robbie Gold. Yes. Uh, he does that. He, he does. I mean, another that. Eagles Super Bowl, would be that'd be sickening for you. That'd be tough. Yeah, and this one's just different because I hate them a lot more yeah. now than I did. What is it? Yeah, so that was a little fun around. It's like whatever, Foles. You can't be mad, but this is yeah, yeah. it was Foles. This is like the Eagles. This is their team. Like, and then is... you know, obviously, a lot of stuff has happened since that Super Bowl. Yeah. So this one would this one would suck a lot. That would be tough. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to go 49ers, though. I really, really hope they win. Oh, my God, I need it. <laughs> you can see you, like, processing it, really, like, thinking about how bad you want them to win. <laughs> it's, it'd, be, it'd be devastating. Yeah. It would be devastating to me. Yeah. So, I got Philly. He's got the 49ers. Um, you said 23-21. Mm-hmm. Both on the under, technically, there, then. Um, yeah, I just think that the only way that this overhits is if there's multiple turnovers and, uh, you know, plus territory for the defense. And then yeah. if uh, also there's, like, Two big plays. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I don't see red zone opportunities getting converted into touchdowns with either of these teams. No, there's got to be like a pick six, a fumble inside the twenty, and then yep. two fifty yard touchdowns. Yep, I agree. So should be a classic NFC and the cold physical battle on grass. Philly. On the grass, he's got San Fran. Uh, grass got a win back. We didn't talk. Grass, about grass did get a win back. Grass went one and one in the playoffs. It's pretty good. You take that. So I don't I know what that, that means in a when they go home. Situation, but they they somehow broke the rules there and went five hundred. Well, because it was always against it was grass against Dallas. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So, so they went one and one. Yeah. Next one, AFC Championship. Yeah, it, it's kind of like this makes me feel like when we had that awesome New Orleans Rams um, physical NFC battle in the dome. Rams pulled out in overtime, and you're like, because of the worst missed call, of worst missed call in NFL history, and we're like, wow, that was like a lot to take in. That was exhausting. And then we flipped to CBS, and it was Brady versus Mahomes in Arrowhead. And I think we're just getting something just like that here. Um, obviously, everything that goes with this matchup is about Mahomes. Um, he was a full participant today. What does that mean? I don't. I don't know. They can't say he's not. Yeah, like. At this point, I don't think it matters what they put in the injury report. Um, I'm sure he was out there at full capacity, whatever full capacity at that time means for him. I I just don't know. We talked about this in the preview or in the recap. Like if it if it really is a high ankle sprain, it's just not great for him. Uh, Casey opened as as high as field goal favorites in some markets. Um, they dropped to almost field goal underdogs in, in those same 24 markets hours. in 24 hours and now the Lions hits at the Bengals minus one so it's kind of come back a little bit but still a lot of money on the Bengals it's just tough because like there's so many things that say like don't pick the Bengals it's like are they really going to go and beat Patrick Mahomes for the fourth time like is Patrick Mahomes really going to be on a bad ankle and let them beat him like is Joe Burrow really going to take them to back to back Super Bowls in Kansas City like, and I, like yes I think he is like, even if Patrick was healthy, would I still take the Bengals? Yes. Is that the right pick? I don't know. But there's no reason for me to pick not pick the Bengals right now. Like, they're just the better team. Um, it, I, I'm just worried we get, like, a Mahomes-Goat conversation performance. But I guess I can pick against that. And, you know, if he does it, he does it. But I don't see a reason not to pick the Bengals right now. Yeah, I'm I'm the same spot. Like I'm gonna pick the Bengals, but I say it in a way where it's like, oh, I'm taking the Bengals when Mahomes is at home and, and plus money now. Yeah, I mean, how many times like, on how, this podcast we picked against Patrick Mahomes? This is also the, this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes is an underdog in the yep. playoffs. I yep. think. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, like 14 straight. Yeah. So now they were underdogs this year at home against the Bills and lost. So that finally broke that streak because I don't think he had lost as an underdog prior to that. Um, no. So, uh, yeah. I. There's. It's just weird because, like, I love the moxie that the Bengals have right now. Like, it, it is fun, but yeah. it's like one of those things where 
they were so high after beating Buffalo, and now they're coming in so cocky. Rightfully so. Yeah. They're calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. Yeah, I don't love that. And there, there's just all of these things going on. And then it's like the Chiefs are still the team to beat, and they're at home. And like you said, like how bad is Patrick Mahomes' ankle? We're going to find out on the first play. Uh, if I'm Andy Reid, like – I just say screw it and I go bootleg. Just first play. Just get him out into space and like if he moves well. Like, do it. Yeah. I think if he moves like decent in that on that first play and like out. in a bootleg, I think we're gonna see the soul leave a lot of Bengals players. Because they're gonna be like, oh God, like we were told that he's he's done. And there was like obviously like, you can say like, well, we always thought that he was gonna come. We're, and we're bring preparing it. for a mobile Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not. In your head, you're like, there's no way this can Hubbard happen. is Hubbard and them are sitting in the DN room like yeah. holy crap, just contain and just just come yeah, at him. Feast on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh and there's just that weird vibe where you're like, he like you said, he could go four hundred yards, five touchdowns, eighty percent completion percentage. And just be methodical. Because even, even when he was on the bum ankle against Jacksonville, like, let's remember the throws he was making. Like, he was making throws that you're like, holy hell, yeah. he's on one foot. Like, he can still play quarterback. And it's just one of those things where there's that vibe now where it's like, are the Bengals acting a little too hot? They have every right to be, though. Because like you said, they beat them in three times in a row. They won the AFC Championship in uh, Arrowhead. Uh, last year and it's like you know they have Joe Burrow who's the coolest guy ever so they have a lot of reasons to be that way but at some point we have to remind ourselves like it's it's still Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs that you have to but if he was healthy who would you be taking like like a thousand percent healthy like nothing happened last week if if he was a thousand percent healthy and the Bengals were still acting the Bengals way, I think I would just have to pick the Chiefs just yeah. because. Because well, here's my question, Zach. If let's say Patrick Mahomes is a hundred percent healthy, where's the line at right now? If he was a hundred percent healthy, I think it's. I think it started where it was, and I think it probably drops down still to minus one, right? I don't think it goes to the Bay, Bay, Bengals. Bay no, 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 no. I'm saying Chiefs minus one. Yeah, I would say it drops near Pickham because everybody's on them. It's eighty percent. I saw something. I was like. This is, what, Tuesday night? Uh, 80% of the public was on, uh, or Monday night, 80% of the public was on the Bengals. I think it'd be at least 75, even if this doesn't happen, because of that recency bias. And it's just, I, I, it just gives me a really, really weird feeling. It does. Yeah, like I said, all those things, like, you pick the Bengals regardless, all this moxie, they've beaten, they're calling it Burrow Head. It's just like it's Patrick Mahomes, so it's just such a weird feeling. Um, I, I just uh, what's the what's the over under in this game? It's it reminds me of like that vibe when our Brady won the AFC Championship, like that you're talking about in Arrowhead. Like everyone was like, "This is the like this is the time." And should the should the Chiefs have won? Yes, but it was like it was Brady and Element at the end of the day. Like it's one of those things where it's like it could just be Mahomes and Kelsey right down the field in a game winning drive and you're like, "Well, that that was the most expected thing we could have had." Yeah, but we also have said now like the Brady and Element Edelman like we have the new version of that. Like the Burrow and Chase, like they don't yeah. care. Like they'll just go in there and beat you. They don't care about all these things that we're talking about because they're just better and they know it. And like they it's tough. You got the Eli Apple just run his mouth like crazy on Twitter, but he always does that. But Yeah, he always waits until this moment. Yeah. To do it. 
it's just my favorite TikTok thing I saw. My I guess now it's my second favorite TikTok of all time was that trend where it's like shows their Instagram profile, then it zooms in, and then it zooms out, and it's like that memories things playing, and they're showing clips, and somebody did it, and it was it was Eli Apple, and it zoomed out or in, and then it comes out to the memories thing, and it was every time or not every time, it was just like five times of getting absolutely burnt against yeah. the Giants. In big situations, too. I'll never forget the stupid. We ended up winning the game because Odell is the fastest player on earth at that time. But 2016 against the Ravens, they needed a touchdown or something. And, I mean, they threw at Eli Apple every single play, and they scored a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. I, I think the biggest factor in this game will be not so much Mahomes' health, but what we talked about after the recap. If Mahomes can't move... And you know that the Bengals game planning all week is going to be, you know, Travis Kelsey is going to make plays, but we have to limit him. If Mahomes can't move and he has to sit in the pocket, who for the Chiefs can get open? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think they're going to run into some issues because if you can't move, do you, do you kind of go into a max protect? You can't keep in Kelsey, so you bring in another tight end. But you need Jarek McKinnon, I think, a lot in this game if you can't move. But then he's got a chip still. There's a lot of different factors that come into play here if he is immobile of how they want to manage that because what we have seen – is as good as you know. These are fine weapons, but they're not weapons that have done what really what they came in to do. I guess Marquez maybe because you expect kind of a three catch, fifty yard game from him always, and maybe one big play. But like Juju's been underwhelming. Tony's a total wild card. You know, Jarek will either have eight catches in a game or zero. Like they're gonna have to run the ball too. Like they Pacheco, they ran for ninety five yards last week with him. They got to get over fifty yards, I think, with him. Like. I, who else not named Travis Kelsey is going to win this th- this game? Because there's no way we come on here Monday night and we're like, Travis Kelsey beat the Bengals. There's no way. Even if he does score a touchdown and have 60 yards. Like, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where if this, if we don't see, if like if Mahomes isn't healthy and really immobile, the Chiefs are going to run the ball eight out of every 10 plays yeah. for the first half, right? They're, they're just going to right? make, they're going to make you say, because here's the thing, if you're the Bengals and you're like, Patrick Mahomes can't run, I am rushing four or five guys every time because I'm like they rushed three last year. If you remember yeah. that, play. and I'm like I'm just gonna somebody's gonna win one on one, right? And if Mahomes can't escape, he can't escape, and I'm just gonna drop eight guys and just say find the opening. If if this Chiefs team, which they truly have been able to run the ball, mm-hmm. right? They truly have been able to. If they're able to get at like 50 yards rushing in the first like 20 minutes of this game, you're kind of saying to yourselves like, hey. You're going to have to come up and like stop this. Otherwise, they're just going to control the clock and just work their way down the field. Mahomes can just do some three, three, you know, quick three steps, find the open guy, kick it out on a, a swing pass to Tony or or McKinnon and just kind of work his way down the field. Like he, They can win that way if they want to. Yeah. And if, if Patrick Mahomes, like it's not the beginning of the 2021 season mentality for Patrick Mahomes right now. It's the I'll just do whatever's open mentality, which is where he's the most dangerous. Um, so it's like one of those things where the Bengals have to make sure that they play it smart and cover all of their bases and don't just come up, come in with the plan of like, we're just going to, we're just going to rush and make him drop back and like have fun with it. But at the same time, this Bengals defense has come up with scheme at, like has been scheming all year long in these big games, all year long. Lou could, or could potentially be like coordinator of the year if he, if he pulls this one off, it's been insane what they've done. So that that's on the other side. Like it's such a chess game. This game it is. That's why I lean. That's why I don't know what to do with this over under at forty seven because I look at that and I say both teams are going to get to twenty somehow. But I agree with you. I think the the Chiefs lead the league in too high. Um, so they're obviously going to be fine with 
making the Bengals beat them downfield play-by-play, and Burrow is just fine doing, not necessarily dinking, but throwing a slant here, curl here. He doesn't really care. That's what they were doing last week against Buffalo. Yeah, and they're totally comfortable with that and running the ball. And then the Chiefs this week, I think the same way, especially if Mahomes is immobile, it's going to have to be the five-yard out, the two-yard slant, screen, run, run, five-yard slant. So I think while points will be scored in this game, I just think it's going to be very more methodical 10, 12-play drives rather than the what we've seen from both these teams at times, the four-play, 84-yard, two-minute, 30-second yard, or two-minute, 30-second touchdowns. So I, I, I struggle, if I were to tease it, if I wanted to go to 41, because I think both teams will get to 20, or if I want to go to 53, because I don't know if either team will cross 24. Yeah. Like, I think they're both going to be right in that 24 to 21 range. Um, like, the, the projected score on this is on this network that I follow is 24-23. Like, I think it's going to be right around there. I don't know if either team will get past 28. I don't think so. Like, I, I really don't. So, I, I I have no idea how this game's going to play out. I really don't. It's, it's a yeah. weird game. It's a weird game. There's a lot going on. I mean, what are what are Travis's catches at? Like, they got to be like, I don't even know. Seven and a half. Like Juju, like dude, you gotta do you gotta do something in this game. Like you have to do something in this game. I, I just Travis Kelsey receptions are at six and a half. I still think he gets seven catches. My but, line was seven and a half. Yeah, I still think he so gets Justin seven Buck's catches. Line. I don't know. I don't know. I'm picking the Bengals, but it's not. I, I don't know. I'm picking the Bengals too, simply because. I'm not like cheering for the Bengals though. Like I just want to. Like, I'm cheering for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Eagles. This one, I'm. I. I don't. I. I don't even really want to pick it. I just want to watch it because I just the Mahomes factor is so unknown too. The first drive will be so. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like the Chiefs play a lot of too high, but like last like. Chase still made plays. Higgins still made plays. Like, Boyd, like, when we worry about with the Chiefs, who's going to step up? Like, the Bengals have four, five, six, Hayden Hurst. Like, they have all these dudes that come and step up. So I just I just trust them more. I just trust them more. Yeah, I just, I just uh, I'm going to pick the Bengals too for the exact same reasons, but there's just that gut feeling where you're like, mm-hmm. this is going to be an Andy Reid Mahomes masterclass. Now, let's say they come out and Mahomes cannot move. He cannot move. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Chad Henney went 98 yards down the field. At, is there a point in the game? It would have to where be. You, it, it's not like, because we still you said it, like he's still making throws left and right, right, when he's immobile. But, like, we're all worried about, too, a week later on a high ankle sprain, that he, if it is a high ankle sprain, legitimately won't be able to move. And Is there a point in the game where we could say he's almost harming them? If if he literally like can't do a three step drop, mm-hmm. that's when you pull the plug. But would you rather have a sixty percent Patrick Mahomes or hundred percent Chad? I'd rather have a thirty percent Patrick Mahomes, but he could be at twenty. Yeah, that. Like, I think it would take a lot for them to pull the plug because you would rather lose with your guy than if they're down thirteen zero half. I still just think that you just have to come out with him, and I just. I mean, I know I'm not saying I it, want this to happen or anything. I just—it's it, one of those things where, like, if in the like, first what if he quarter, comes out and the dude can't move. If if that's my if he comes out in the first quarter and you see him and it's like he can't get back they're to not the under hand center. off. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're just he just catches the ball like he can't drop back and like he looks like Eli Manning in his final year where once the pocket just has any ounce of collapsing, it, it just fall down and get to the next play. You know what I'm thinking about. 
Mahomes rush yards. <laughs> well, not Mah- I. I God, would they put that on there? He did it. Well, he started running last week. <sighs> yeah, but there's he's not. It's not even an option. I want to try to find a, a Kadarius Tony rush receiving yards combined because I think we see some wildcat. I think we see some Tony Wildcat. Do you want throwing yards in there too? Just I, total yards. Yeah, if I could get like a like Former a yeah, high like school a quarterback points, rebounds, assists, stat combo here for Tony, like receiving yards, rushing yards, passing yards. I think they're gonna do something weird if Mahomes is immobile because you can put Tony or Kel, like Kelsey could run the Wildcat. I think we're gonna see some weird shit in the first. They drive. have to first drive. We're gonna see what you said. It's either gonna be a bootleg or we're gonna see Kelsey run a Wildcat, and we're gonna be like, it's gonna be just this game. Like they're gonna have to win in some gimmicky way, which they can. We've seen. Uh, like the Chiefs, it's usually when they're up by a lot, but we've seen the Chiefs get fun and fancy, yeah. and like they can do that again. But now it's out of necessity. Like when you watch Rutgers football, we always do trick plays mm-hmm. against Half the top teams because Greg Shiano is always like, "Look, if I'm at a disadvantage, yeah, I got I got to do some things to get the advantage back." Well, in Rutgers football case, just get any sort of to lower the disadvantage. Correct. But if you're if you're Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you're like, we are going to get so funky. Mm-hmm. That we're gonna do things that we have, like Andy Reid has done in like the 2005 NFC Wild Card game. You know, like he did it then, and he's you know betting that Lou and Zach Taylor are not going all the way back to find every single trick play he's right. done. Or there's something that like it's just Patrick Mahomes ran in eighth grade that his dad showed him, and they're like, "What if we did this?" Yep. Yeah, because I think we get really the, the times we get most mad with Andy Reid are when he does have the third and short or fourth and short or your red zone opportunities, and he does get too cute, and we're like, you have Patrick Mahomes. But now that he technically may not, even if he is playing, this is the time to pull all that out, and no one's going to be like, oh, Andy got too cute. Be like, Andy tried. He tried. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to be just a really fun watch. It's going to be a fun watch, but yeah. I'm on the Bangles. I've got Bangles, Eagles in my Super Bowl. I got Bangles and Niners. Bangles and Niners in yours. Well... Do we do the playoff thing? Do oh, God, yeah. I'm that? Getting, I think I'm getting smoked now. Let me see. Let's see what the rankings are. Oh, God. I'm definitely going to owe you something. NFL, playoff. I remember I kind of went in and picked guys. Wait, what is it? What's it called? Uh, playoff Challenge Fantasy NFL. I only have one adding thing. I have everyone else in two or three X. <laughs> so who do you have? I need a defense. Okay, you can't pick the Niners or... Yeah, you can't just can't pick the Niners. So I'm guessing you're just gonna take. Well, I don't know who you're gonna take. You either go all in with Cincy or all in with. Yeah, I think you might have to go Cincy. I guess you can go Eagles. I'm just gonna go Cincy. So I lost a lot. I'm down how much here? I'm down a hundred, and you have all your. So I really need. I need. You need the Chiefs to win, and Travis Kelsey to not be a part of it. Yeah. Um, well, that doesn't seem great. I I picked up all Eagles players. I picked up Kenneth Gainwell, Devontae Smith, Jake Elliott. I already had A.J. Brown and Kittle, and I picked up Hurts. I picked up every Eagles player. I, I, it's just funny because this actually would have been like... I don't, I don't know what the actual like, terms are, rankings of like actual leaderboards, but I feel like I have to be close, right? Overall... I and like the everybody combined. How am I ranked nine thousand? I'm sixty points back. All but one of my guys is on three uh, X. I guess now two. Yeah. Debo's on two X, and then I have the Bengals defense. What does the leader have? I mean, he's probably got everyone on the Eagles and Bengals. 
I think it has to be it has to be Bengals and Niners, right? Because you wouldn't have gotten any points at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, unless he had one like game at a time. Oh my! He wait. So he had Joe Burrow, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. Everything I had. CD Lamb, Travis Kelsey, Robbie Gold, Four Niners defense. So he has everything I have except for the the wide receiver and the defense. Yeah, I dude, I should win. What happens if I win this entire NFL playoff challenge? What do I win? You can get your own steak dinner at that point. Well, like, what does the NFL give me? I don't know. It's so dumb. I mean, I don't think you can win because you have all the same players he does. No, I can't. But it's yeah, it'd be sick. Yeah. Well. I really need the Eagles Chiefs then. Then I would have a chance, I think, at a comeback, maybe. Yeah, because you would have all these players locked up. Right. I would have to go all I would have to go all in on the Chiefs. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even know who you could draft. You'd have to pick weird ass Chiefs players. Do you have Patrick Mahomes? Or Jalen Hurts? I have I have Jalen Hurts. So I'd have to go with Mahomes. I would have to get Isaiah Pacheco and you have McKinnon. I do. So you would have to take uh uh, Ronald Jones Boston Scott no <laughs> Ronald Jones wide receivers wise you would have I would have to take Juju I mean it'd be it'd work, it'd work out Scantley yeah tight end I'd have if the Eagles would I'd take Chiefs defense and uh Butker if it's Eagles Chiefs I have a chance yeah so we'll see maybe I should cheer for the Chiefs I don't really care that much about this. Okay. Closing thoughts. It's going to be a great weekend of football. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. Um, curious what the weather is going to be like. I know that we have something right now, but you know these are two cold weather games. Um, like potentially maybe some yeah, some, tra- some precipitation. I don't think the weather would play a part in either game though. It's going to be two great football games, though. I think that everyone should be excited about how these matchups ended up. Um, I think that in terms of the NFC, like obviously if the Giants or Cowboys were here, it wouldn't be as good of a game. And then yep. I really think that there's no better matchup you could pick because this has become the rivalry in the NFL is the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs-Bengals. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Well, enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. It's the last real weekend of football. Super Bowl doesn't even count. It's over at that point. You know, everyone watches the Super Bowl, kind of. It's just like, whatever. Yeah, the team's not in party. it. Uh, our Super Bowl preview, as we always do, we'll come back with a probably quick recap again, but we always go through all the props. Correct. Um, get everyone set on that. Yeah, and by that point, in two weeks, by the Super Bowl, we'll have every coach will be named. Um, so we'll update you on that stuff. Yep. All right. Burton, never catch me second guessing. I've been preaching, I'm a reverend, I'm a star, I'm a legend. Ain't no faking, just respecting. Go ahead and choose your weapon. Come and look through my perspective. Yeah, I feel like I'm Vato when I roll through. Everybody wondering what the fuck did I roll to? Uh, I feel like a king when I roll through. Everybody wonder what the fuck did I roll to? Yeah, I feel like I'm Vato when I roll through. Everybody wondering what the fuck did I roll to? Uh, I feel like a king when I roll through. Everybody wonder what the fuck did I roll to? Everybody say let's put in burp. 
Never clock out and I put in work yeah. No Eminem, I go berserk uh. Shots been fired but none of them hurt Pow. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, smile Everyone else just been rocking my style Dollars and bands and bags and piles It's like a parade, this shit is a mile Up to the clouds, never come down Ain't it so funny how I'm not a clown? I'm just a kid that was born with a dream The rest of you worry about making that green All of them fake, just be you I'm mainstream, their only point of view I'm humble rap, I never do I could try with auto-tune You can say that but never really pay back I guess I'm just different with the money Cause I saved that I'm just trying to cook the books Flip it and erase that Greatest in the barbershop Now let them all debate that The truth is in the essence I've been learning different lessons Never catch me second guessing I've been preaching I'm a reverend I'm a star I'm a legend Ain't no faking Just respecting Go ahead and choose your weapon Come and look through my perspective Yeah, I feel like I'm Vato And I roll through Everybody wondering What the fuck did I roll to uh, I feel like a king when I roll through Everybody wonder what the fuck did I roll to Yeah, I feel like I'm Vato when I roll through Everybody wondering what the fuck did I roll to uh, I feel like a king when I roll through Everybody wonder what the fuck did I roll to yeah, came with the whole gang, never turned back White boy flow, ain't never heard that Flow too wet, filled up bird baths Be pretty cool if the pit got packed Hands in the air with the rest of the fans Money come first, I'm a businessman Pay no attention to master plan You creepy as shit in a big white van In the clouds, penthouse, can't see down Up so high like I'm in a new town Flooded with thoughts, I'm about to drown Give me a snorkel or I'ma be out Wanna be king at the end of the day Just wanna do it a different way Not that I'm saying it's old and gray But lyrics are king and that's here to stay Auto-tune, the lyrics bring emotion I don't mean to sound like boasting It's just lately I've been broken From the words these other rappers using daily I've been noting that they all sound the same I swear, half these bars are stolen The truth is in the essence I've been learning different lessons Never catch me second-guessing I've been preaching, I'm a reverend I'm a star, I'm a legend Ain't no faking, just respecting Go ahead and choose your weapon Come and look through my perspective